Good evening and welcome to People of Note on Classic 1027 with me, Richard Koch. It's always a fascinating program and it's one in which we talk to someone who is a person of note and listen to music of their choice. And I'm very happy to introduce you tonight to Stephen Falk. This is an interior designer. We've never had one on this program before, so I'm very happy to welcome you. Thank you, Richard. Very nice to have you. Uh, perhaps we should start off by saying what you do as an interior designer. Just tell us what you do. Um, yes, well, basically what I do is um, one's called in to do a job and one often works with an architect and you design the interior. I mean, the first sort of facet is doing the design and working with the architect and then one actually goes and works right up to doing the interior decorating which is the furnishing and sort of really the cream on the top and the colors absolutely i'm so design proportion and scale is of utmost importance that everything is measured and i can i can't really think unless i have a drawing in front of me and everything has to be measured and you know i think a wonderful thing is you put the wonderful ingredients together you answer a brief from a client and you know you really listen and you get under the skin of what they want and then it's over to you to really kind of put this together uh, put the ingredients together and bake the cake and could it be for private homes or corporate or what sort of work do you do well what I've I've specialized I think my first love has always been domestic work um, but I have done um, quite a few uh, boutique hotels, and I'm a consultant on some very big um, uh, sort of projects and hotels at the moment. But my first love is really domestic um, on a smaller scale. Um, I have done offices when I really um, have to, but I I must say when it it comes to um, doing my, my my sort of favorite is really something that can be enjoyed by a family. Um, I love making rules and breaking rules. And you like working with people, obviously. Yes, I I must say I love the suppliers. I love the clients. And um, I think every day is a new challenge. And I think, you know, one can never say, you know, I'm great or I've done this or I've done that. Forget about that. I think um, it's all about being as good as your last job. So nothing else counts. You just have to say, today I'm going to give up my best. And that's always sort of been my attitude. Your first choice is by Frank Sinatra. And perhaps this is very appropriate because it seems that each time you do one of these jobs, you sort of go on a journey. So come fly with me. Frank Sinatra, come fly with me. The choice of Stephen Falk, who's my guest in People of Note. He's an interior designer. And I noticed that quite a lot of your music choices are from musical theatre. Um, yes. Um, I have a partner that I've lived with for many years. And, um, you know, during our workload, and um, he's in, in the theatre business, and we find that I've always had a tremendous love for musical theatre. And uh, we find that um, when we do have a chance, which doesn't happen every year, but, you know, sort of, when work's finished at the end, we, we often go either to London or to New York, and we actually spend a few days just going to musical theatre, and they're wonderful memories, and um, it's always had a special place in my heart. 
Have you ever designed for theatre productions? Um, no, I haven't. I've actually been asked to, well, I've done some very basic sets for um, for shows. I've also, um, what I, where I say, which is a similar thing, Every I've been the patron of Decorex since it started uh, many years ago, and every year I do a stand for them. And I, I bring, I'm very privileged to travel so much abroad, and I bring new things. And that is almost like setting up a stage set and uh, for people to enjoy. So in a funny way, um, yeah, I mean, to a, a very sort of simple way. Yeah. And how did you get into this? You know, I think I always, um, Richard, loved architecture. And I thought initially I would study architecture, but then... As I sort of finished school in the army, I then decided, well, really, um, you know, the decorative side of architecture was more what I wanted. And so I um, finished the army and I went to study in England. I studied at the Chelsea Art School and really was amazing. And, and um, being lucky to have studied in, in England and Europe was so close. There's so, so much I learned and I could see and I realized, um, you know, after... I was at the Chelsea Art School um, doing interior design, but I think one realized at the end you're so aware of everything, but you know, not always prepared to go into reality. And you know, you can't make mistakes, you have to do things that cost a lot of money. So it's always a wonderful learning process. I find you know, every day I'm just learning so much, and, and I realize how little I know. Do you design in a particular style, or does it depend on what? Well, I suppose it must depend on what the client wants, but presumably some clients want uh, more antique furniture, and, and some of them start with furniture or uh, paintings or absolutely. whatever. Absolutely. You know, I, I, what I've done, and I've, I've brought out um, a book now. I decided when I was 60 I'm going to sort of document, and I, I, brought, I brought out a book um, recently which... Um, has a cross section and I actually photographed many many houses but could only use um, 40 which really the book is 500 pages and I've really done a cross section of things um, I always find I've done things that are modern I've done things that are traditional I've done things that are eclectic and I always um, I always say you know it's obviously got to do with the brief but I don't have one style I would find that very boring you know there are people who do things that are wonderful and I I it's not a challenge you have to really do something different and recreate yourself every time and that's why um, I hope I'll do another book soon but the, my first book just is a cross section of different things with different styles and is that the book that I have in front of me yes yes it's called a world of design and it's just come out it hasn't really been launched worldwide yet no um, I've been very lucky we have had a launch in Johannesburg and it's it really was amazing I mean we've sold a tremendous amount and I think there were 600 people at my book launch, which was wonderful. And uh, there's a, a launch in London, and there's a launch in Australia, which is going to happen in sort of February and March. And um, I'm chatting to people in America, so I'm very, very lucky that things have really gone wonderfully, and we've sold a tremendous amount of books. Well, we'll hear more about that in a moment, but here's your next choice of music. This is by Stephen Sondheim. Being Alive from a Musical Comedy.
Music by Stephen Sondheim, Being Alive. I'm always amazed at Stephen Sondheim's music. It's really original. Yeah. I mean, I shouldn't be amazed, but I am. <laughs> yes. I, I, I recently watched um, his 80th birthday, um, and and it was just the most wonderful. It it's, it's actually was a few years ago, but I only uh, watched it recently. And just the most incredible things that he had done. And um, just, you know, things are slightly, they're not just simple. Everything is quite complicated and intricate. And, you know, um, it, it was just the most, most touching. And at the finale, what they did, um, they, there were so many Sondheim musicals that were on in Broadway in New York. And the singers from all, uh, from all the musicals came in and they sort of called him up and, um, you know, he said wonderful things and just walked away. And I just thought that is really a musical genius in my Just a modest person. Absolutely. Because yeah. I always think of him as the, the wordsmith behind West Side Story. But actually, there was so much more to him than that. Absolutely. Yeah. And when one looks at what he did, um, he really sort of created this amazing um, legacy. And here's another piece by him, Bernadette Peters singing Broadway Baby. Bernadette Peters singing music by Stephen Sondheim, Broadway Baby, the choice of Stephen Falk, my guest in People of Note. He's an interior designer. And let's get back to your book for a moment, A World of Design, which is quite a, a big book, I have to say. Are these all your photographs? Um, well, I tell you, uh, Richard, it, it, um, when I decided to do it, I w once worked with a wonderful photographer who came to do photograph my office garden, um, Elsa Young. And I was working in, in, in the office and I looked out and I just saw this lady in the garden working with natural light and just her movement and her body language and the kind of she was an artist and I always thought you know if ever I did a book which was always in the back of my mind and always been so busy I, she would be my my photographer of choice and very luckily we did do this book together and it's very much as much as it's my book it's her book um and she's an incredible photographer who works for many overseas magazines and, and National Geographic. And we decided to, to do these photographs. I was at everyone. And it took us about four to five years because we had to both in our diary find time and we had to sort of do it. And we had tremendous fun. And we only did South Africa and London um, because, you know, first of all, because of cost and, and, and timing. And she goes to London and I go to London so maybe in the next book we'll do all the other all the other countries but she was wonderful absolutely wonderful and I decided I did, wanted a mock-up book and so I thought what I'm going to do I'm going to do this mock-up book and I had to go my partner had to is, sing for a, a birthday in, in New York and I went to the big publishers and it was really interesting. They said, oh, well, we haven't had anyone from South Africa. And um, I eventually, quite a formidable lady who 
kind of I saw and 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 I showed her the book and I, she said look I'm at the point in my life I don't I just say it as it is so please don't take offense anyway when she looked through the book which seemed to be forever on a lectern she sort of called me through to her office and she said to me listen I just want to tell you one thing that um, I say it as it is but she says I've never been more impressed so I thought to myself why you know I mean here I am I felt quite inadequate with everything that goes on in America and she said look you know what you've done every job is different she says we have a lot of American decorators where everything looks the same she says you've got texture your photographs are wonderful your details wonderful and she said but you know we're very keen to do it but Unfortunately, we can't do the size and we can't do this quality. We can't print it this way. Um, we couldn't afford to. So we have to halve it and we have to not give a gloss. And I sort of went away and I thought, well, you know, I don't want to compromise. I want to do it my way. So I published it in Johannesburg. Uh, I printed it in Johannesburg yeah. and uh, decided to lay it out and with some help and, and, and so went. <laughs> And here comes Not a Day Goes By. Once again, Bernadette Peters singing music by Stephen Sondheim, Not a Day Goes By, with the American Theatre Orchestra conducted by Paul Gemignani. And I bet for Stephen Falk, who's my guest in People of Note, that Not a Day Goes By without thinking of some interesting thing to do with interior decorating. You mentioned two things there, uh, Stephen. One was that you didn't want to compromise, so you printed the book here in Joburg. So that tells us something about the quality of printing and producing books in South Africa. The other thing you mentioned was the the several countries that you've done. Have you have you done interior decorating in many countries? Yes, um, I must say I've been in this business for about thirty years, and I have m worked in many countries. I've worked all over America, Europe, in France. Um, I've worked in Israel. I've worked in Australia. So you know, the first book is you know I'm so I love South Africa so much, and I think the first book I had to be South African. It had to have really that sort of overtone with sort of a bit of English. Um, you know, thrown in. But um, yeah, I, I have been very privileged to work in many, many countries over the years. And is this by word of mouth? Does someone say, you must get Stephen Falk to design your well, home? Well, yes, I've never sort of advertised and it's always just sort of been word of mouth. And sometimes I'm working for three generations of the same family. So I've kind of been around a long time and and it's wonderful. I'm, I'm you know, little kids that with sort of little kids, I'm now sort of doing their houses. So <laughs> a and lot is in the family and, and by word of mouth. Yeah. And how much do people uh, interfere is the wrong word, but how much do people get involved in what you're doing or do they just give you a brief a brief and leave you to it? You know, each one, Richard, is, is individual. So, so a lot of people, I like to get people involved because it's their space. I'm involved, I design it, and then I leave and they live in it. So it has to be right. And um, so, I, you know, often, often it does. People, when a lot of my clients have worked for so long, once they give me a strong brief, they leave it to me. But sometimes new clients, and I think really the best jobs, and you can be the most creative, where you get a strong brief and then it's over to you. Does that happen often? Um, well, it does, but, um, you know, again, everyone's different. And what must be quite interesting is if you do, we mentioned this briefly before, if you do start working with 
existing furniture, say, or works of art, because some houses or some owners must have important things that they want to keep in their homes. Absolutely. You know, I love a mixture of modern and, and, and old things, especially if people inherited or they have an art collection or they have a furniture collection of antiques. It's always wonderful. And those add the patina, the layers, that adds the personality to a room. Your next choice is Nat King Cole, and he's joined by Natalie Cole. I think this is one of those wonders of modern science, walking my baby back home. Nat King Cole, joined by Natalie Cole, walking my baby back home. And actually that links up to what you were talking about, Stephen, because you were talking about different patterners. Patina, is it? Yeah, a patina. patina. Pat yes. Uh, and, and adding different layers to perhaps what is already existing. Absolutely. Well, with the, with Natalie Cole and, and Nat King Cole, apparently, I mean, it sounds like they actually recorded this together, but um, he this was done after he had died, and they put the two soundtracks together, which I think is very much like layering a job. Yeah. When you say you've you do work all over the world, do you, do you still travel a lot? Yes, I do. I, I you know I've sort of I've had so much work back home, and I love traveling. But I've sort of kind of restricted. I haven't really taken on work recently in Australia, and I, I still do New York. But I don't um, kind of do. Um, the west coast that much i just find with jet lag and you know i just love south africa and i think the older i'm getting i love being home and where do you find all the things that you put into homes this must be a fascinating process too yes it, it is very much so um you know i'm very lucky because i do a lot of work a lot of the suppliers and a lot of the people who bring things in send me pictures or call me up and i go and see or i go to exhibitions so a lot of people bring things in we design things um whether it's an antiques fair i go to whether it's an art fair i go to i find art is something quite interesting because I, I'm always there to advise on art and I know a lot but yet I know so little about it um, and I always say to a client you know I'm happy to give you my opinion but you're going to live with it and you've got to like it I always say to clients if you like something don't buy it if you love it don't buy it if you can't live without it buy it because yeah, often you're spending a lot of money also. Absolutely. I mean, what interior design costs today, the cost of fabric, the cost of, of labor, the cost of, of everything, you know, it's quite amazing. So one can't make mistakes. And one really can, where one used to say the sort of the life span of, of an interior was five years, that was many years ago now, one almost can only do it once or twice in a lifetime. So do you have people... You, you mentioned there that you have um, people scouting for you, as it were. Do they find things and say, listen, I've got something here, but, but just 
on the off chance that you might have a place to put it or are they <laughs> looking for specific things? Yes. Well, you know, I have the most wonderful staff and I've had my staff for many, many years and they are, I really couldn't do it without them. And, you know, I have certain people who go and look for things. I have, you know, they send pictures. So I kind of, um, you know, I'm always on the lookout. I'm always looking at new things. We have so many fabric reps coming to see us every week. So it's always just you have to keep on your toes because that's what it's all about. So it's almost like being in love. <laughs> that was a local artist, Michelle Fienemann, singing Almost Like Being in Love by Lerner and Lowe. The choice of Stephen Falk, who's my guest in People of Note. He's an interior designer and a great lover of musical theatre. And we were just talking about how he finds the many objects that he puts into homes or works of art. Do you have links with artists, South African artists, for example? Yes, I do. And, and, and with galleries, you know, we're, we're very, very lucky in South Africa. Um, we have a disadvantage of, um, unfortunately, our rate of exchange is not good. So whereas, you know, when one goes to America or London and you see the world is your oyster and you see these wonderful, wonderful things, which one really can't buy. So I think People are so creative and suppliers here, so they have to make the most of the least, which is very much a little cameo of I've always sort of believed in interior designer. Anyone can go out and buy the most expensive things. There isn't an art to it. But really making the most of the least is what it's all about. And so, you know, I find that when one buys, one's restricted to buying local things, and, and things have become very expensive, but buying things from Vietnam, buying things from India, from China. I mean, we really can't buy things from Paris anymore. But um, but there's a lot of interesting stuff, say, in cheaper places. Absolutely. And, and, and quality? And yes. And, and you know, one quality and one actually, um, there, there is also a patina. Often we can find a beautiful table of antique oak, which is brought from Europe and made in the East, but you can't really always find that there so people have to be creative and because a lot of the local people are buying from uh, similar suppliers but they are wonderful they are wonderful things from Italy they're things that are bought in they're people that are opening a lot of guts in our present um, economic climate but you know we're very lucky there are great things all the time and is there a history in South Africa of good interior design. Yes, very much so. I mean, when I look back and I think there were the most remarkable interior designers in South Africa, the most talented people. Um, you know, when I first got into this trade many years ago, there were the most incredible Portuguese shop fitters and they could do anything. They could work with any material. They could work with metal and they just, there wasn't a thing they couldn't do. But unfortunately, they had, their fathers and grandfathers had often done it but they, their children, the new generation, were interested in computers and, and sort of going and living abroad. So it never carried on. So unfortunately, there's a dying art. There's really very few people who do wonderful things. There's an Italian family who carve and, and who do things. But they're almost the only company I know that do that. Well, your job has taken you around the world. And here is around the world. This is a piece by Naki Ataman with 
James Hill and Cindy Herman. Um, a little story about Naki Ackerman. Um, a friend of mine went, used to go on, or goes on sort of many uh, sort of cruise liners and met up with uh, with Yaki, who really went on uh, uh, cruise liners and, and really was a great entertainer. And he, she brought him out to South Africa, and um, he, he was wonderful. And, and we actually, I was in Turkey where um, he lives, and I met, him, I met up with him again. And um, what I've done in this instance, I've chosen um, he goes around the world, and I've chosen England as the country where I loved what he played. Is there a country which stands out above others in terms of interior design? Well, you know, I think in a way, you know, my, uh, my first love is England. And I love undecorated, lived in, shabby, lived in rooms with dogs and cats on the sofas. That's my first love, but <laughs> it's not always what I can do. But I think America really leads the world. It's so vast and there are so many wonderful things. France as well is great. There's a wonderful fair um, uh, that's twice a year in Paris, um, which which I, I, I like to go to. Um, and there, you know, all, but I think... America really is a cut above the new things and things that are modern. For, yeah, I was going to say for contemporary design. Yes. But obviously yes. if you want sort of old world design, then In, you go to Europe. Absolutely. Yeah. Europe and England, France and England. And, and really Italy still has the wonderful, wonderful classic modern um, uh, design and and at the fairs at the Milan Fair or uh, Mason and Objet, you you know that's great evidence of new things that are coming out all the time. But I'm sure there must be interesting things happening in places like Japan and so on too. Absolutely. I mean, because they are so concerned about design and and neatness of design. Absolutely, you know, we were very lucky. There was a wonderful shop of friends of mine and, 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 and they had a shop bringing in Chinese antiques and they were incredible and added a quality and you could find symmetrical things. But what happened is, is so many of the Chinese people wanted to go Western and they weren't really interested. And then suddenly there was a turnaround and they wanted their own things. So as a result, the prices went crazy and they, they sort of decided they would keep all these fantastic things. And unfortunately, the quality of that, we were spoiled for many years, but um, that, that came to an end. Because actually there's quite a strong uh, Eastern influence in some of our early furniture and, and silverware and so on here in South Africa. Let's listen to Something's Coming from West Side Story, and then you can tell us about that. Something's Coming from West Side Story. Leonard Bernstein, of course, in his centenary year this year, that was Michael Ball singing. The choice of Stephen Falk, my guest in People of Note. Early design in South Africa involved the East, Batavia, and those places in silverware and furniture. Absolutely. And, um, you know, when I look, uh, really, if I look at our local Cape architecture, I have 
I, I just have the softest spot. There's nothing more beautiful than Cape architecture, Cape furniture, and Cape silver. I mean, I think the Cape silver is, is really the second most valuable silver in the world. But I think Cape things are unique. I, I, I just, you know, when I look at the simplicity of the architecture, the simplicity and the wonderful indigenous timbers that were used, um, I think that... Unfortunately, I love modern things, but sort of driving around these sort of wine estates, and I find where Cape is so unique. Um, just my own opinion that that not enough has been left of the past, and everyone's so uh, into doing new things. But I think restoring the past is really what it's all about. Have you ever had a job where someone has briefed you and you've decided actually this is not for me. Yes, I have. Um, you know, I've I've often. Uh, it's very not often at all, but very seldom. But if I get called in and I just you know asked to do something, and I've always just said, look, I'm not your person. Um, I can't. I really feel there's someone better who can answer this brief or work in this way. And I've suggested, and I think it's better. You know, if one gets a gut feel, it's not going to work. I, I never forget a funny side. I I had some people come in and. <laughs> Um, before I'd even met them, they were in the boardroom and, and, and they were kind of arguing and they were sort of, they were almost throwing things around in the sense they were talking about a tile and she wanted marble and he wanted terracotta or whatever it was. And then I thought, you know what, I haven't even met them and this is going to be a rough ride. So I walked in and I said to them, listen, unfortunately, I thought I'd just bring you in, but I'm just so busy um, and I feel I'd let you down, but I can suggest someone else. <laughs> yeah, but so you just have to be politic sometimes. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I think one has to be diplomatic, yeah. <laughs> With one look, perhaps you could decide what to do. This is by Absolutely. Andrew Lloyd Webber from Sunset Boulevard. Music by Andrew Lloyd Webber with one look from Sunset Boulevard, the choice of Stephen Falk, who's my guest in People of Note. He's an interior designer, and he's just launched a book called A World of Design. You're listening to People of Note on Classic 1027 with me, Richard Cock. It's just about 7 o'clock and we'll be back after this. That was Somewhere from West Side Story by Leonard Bernstein, Aretha Franklin singing there. And actually it's a very appropriate title, Somewhere, because I've just opened this new book by Stephen Falk called A World of Design, and the page says, and it's a very fat book, I have to tell you, listeners, and the page says, Sea View Retreat. And just tell us how this book was put together. This is just uh, like a case history, I think you said. Yes, what I try to do, that I would say um, 80 to 90 percent of the interior design books um, don't do case histories. Um, what I wanted to do, they would do living rooms and dining rooms and different sections. But I wanted to do the case history. So I've, there are 40 jobs in the book. That's all I could fit in the 500 pages. But I've done a book where I've shown the outside of the house or part of it. And then I've shown the interior. And it's a whole, um, a whole lot of parts of the interior, setting the mood, setting the ambience. And and I just, um, you know, I find that's what has been important. So I've shown a whole 
picture. So it's a case history of one particular job. This one is actually on the beach. It's a client I've, I've had for many years and done many jobs for. And, um, you know, they wanted something that, that had a sea view. So I've, I've sort of done all different areas. I've actually cho- uh, highlighted some of the fabrics that have been used. And again, it's just given um, the feeling. And I, that's what I wanted to do because I wanted to literally go on and show a full story of each job. I must say, just looking through some of the, the photographs here, it must be a really fun thing to do. I'm, it takes obviously a lot of time and, and knowledge and intricate uh, commitment to what you're doing, but it must be a lot of fun. I must say, I've always, I get excited every day. I wake up and often I haven't done everything I wanted to do in that day, but the next day I wake up with such a tingle of excitement to get back on to to being and doing the job and trying to be creative. And you've still got a mountain of work. I do. I have a tremendous amount of work. I'm very, very privileged. It never seems to end. But um, I'm just excited. I Every day I, I just get up and think, you know, I've just got to do this all and tackle it all and just do of my best. You're, actually, it's all about getting it right. There's no compromise. It's getting it right. So tell me on a Sunday could be your motive for the week. Here it is, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um, tell me on a Sunday is one of my favorite songs. And it's it's from a musical I remember going to um, when I was initially in London many, many years ago. But it was by Andrew Lloyd Webber. And it was a story. It was a, 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 a show called song and dance and it was it was really um wayne sleep was the dance and um and marty webb played um you know the song and it really was wonderful it was two separate um plays but it it you know i never forget that um you know the song of tell me on a sunday you know if you've got something that isn't nice or you want to tell me something Rather do it nicely, even though the end result is not nice, but just do it gently and nicely. And I've always sort of, that's always stuck in Like my you heart. said to the people whose job you didn't want to do, <laughs> I think I've got someone else for you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so when you were young, growing up, here in Johannesburg, did you grow up? Yes, I grew up in Johannesburg. Did you already have a feel did you live in a home that was beautifully designed um you know my my father was a doctor and my mother had incredible um i was adopted but they were my my adopted family and they were wonderful and my mother had impeccable taste and um collected things and unfortunately she died when i was very young but i never forget my excitement of seeing a wonderful pattern um, on a scarf or seeing furniture and the lines and the design and the symmetry and proportion. Proportion has always been a great thing in my life, you know, and a juxtaposition of things that a big proportion of something big against something small, something rough against something smooth, all about contrasts. So I was very, very lucky that I was brought up in, in um, you know, really with beautiful things around. 
And have you worked closely with certain architects? Yes, very much so. There's a handful of wonderful architects, and and we work hand in glove. And quite often they're creating the space. And I often like the interior and the architecture never to fight. They must work gently together. So I've so privileged to work and and working with wonderful wonderful architects and I learned so much and you know when we can sort of put the project together and 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 you know one can kind of highlight the other um, I think that's part of the magic your next choice is from a chorus line by Marvin Hamlish and here it comes the original cast from a chorus line by Marvin Hamblish the choice of Stephen Falk, who's my guest in People of Note. Stephen, we were talking about architects, and when I look around, almost every time I go to Santon, there's a new building going up or something. We have some astounding buildings. So we've obviously got amazing architects here too. We really do. You know, I uh, worked from a house in Rosebank for many years, for over 20 years, and and we've moved sort of further down into Dunkeld but you know when I look at the building that's just gone up on the corner um, where our, our house was and I just think how wonderful there is you know the quality of light the quality of of buildings when one goes around and just sees the talent that we have in this country and again we have it in interior design there are wonderfully talented interior designers who are around and I always love to encourage young people when there's young talent I always I phone people up and say listen I've seen something and just keep it up keep your good work I think competition has always been very healthy um, to have competition around is great because it keeps you on your toes and that's what it's all about and have you been involved in teaching younger people do you have younger people working with you yes I do um, I have I lecture often I give talks and have over many years to, uh, given talks to to um, you know to different design schools even some abroad um, and I, I I just love talent and there is you know there's just it's very difficult to break through as a young designer today and I always say my advice to them is whatever you do learn whatever you can from wherever you are and move on but always build up a portfolio you know if at the end of the day if someone comes and asks for a job you say fine um, but what have you done so far and, you know, if you haven't done anything and you're out of college, you've got to show your college portfolio. But a portfolio is all about the person. And if you can see, um, you know, see drawings, see three-dimensional, see talent, you've got to, my word of advice, my golden rule is build up a portfolio as you go along all the time. Is there any sort of standard training for interior design in South Africa? Uh, yes, there are. There are colleges, there are interior design schools. And, you know, um, I think a lot of lot depends. I remember years ago, there was the most unbelievable talent from Natal. And they had wonderful lectures. I always used to say, God, you're a, you're a group of such wonderful guys. And they said, well, you know, a lot has depended on our lectures. And they are. They're great. Um, uh, I often have get called in to, to look at sort of exhibitions. But there are great colleges and technicons that are offering interior design. Your next choice fascinates me. This is Petula Clark, Don't Sleep in the Subway.
Don't Sleep in the Subway, sung by Petula Clark. And I say uh, I was amazed by your choice because uh, she almost feels like someone from a, a generation gone long ago. And yet I actually worked with her in about 78 or 79. She did a New Year show from Chichester Cathedral because her father had been a chorister in Chichester Cathedral. And so she came back to do a show with the Cathedral Choir. Wonderful. Yeah. You know, i tell you why I chose her. When I went to study in England and one was nervous, one finished the army and one went into big, bold London, and I got into the Chelsea Art School. And, you know, one's vulnerable and one realizes this is life has to start in a new climate, in a new, uh, it used to get dark at sort of 3.30 in the winter. And I thought, listen, um, and I remember it was quite lonely because I had some family, but everyone in London is so busy doing their own thing and kind of, you know, one doesn't really do much. And I um, a, a friend of my my parents invited me to see Petula Clark, and um, that was in 1977. And I remember going in, and and she was really she was the sort of um, top of the pops in those she days, was. very much so. And I just remember going in, being quite lonely and not sure what was going to happen in my life and what I was going to do. But I always remember going to her concert and remembering this song. Yeah, well, I have very fond memories of the day we spent working. And in fact, I still, I kept the score. She had a, a piece of music written specially for her for that concert. And I still have the score of that at home, signed by it's her. A, a yeah. small world. Yes, <laughs> it is. Amazing. What about your own home? Uh, tell me a little bit about your own home where you can do whatever you want to do. Uh, yes, I, I, my own home is featured in the magazine, in this book, I should say. And it, it's really, um, I, I've been very privileged because I, I've always had a love for I lived in a historic uh, apartment in Johannesburg and then decided I wanted to try and, and build my dream house. And uh, my partner said, but, you know, we were in a townhouse, but this is so nice. Why do you want to change? And I said, listen, it's my last chance. I want to do build my dream house. And we've, we've really um, built it on a very simple Cape H um, and it really, everything in that house has a story. Um, I've never really, I have some wonderful things and never really paid wonderful prices, but they've all got stories and they've all, I've managed with an eye to pick up things here and there. So, uh, you know, how often does one really be able to design a garden, um, design a, an interior and decorate it? I remember I worked for David Hicks, who was a famous decorator in London, and um, I was very much a student, but he got his ultimate job, which was um, a job um, in, in in the old garb, in in. in Portugal and it was a house and he said you know he's ultimate in his life and obviously he had lived in historic houses but was to do architecture garden design and interior design I'm not a garden designer even though I'm passionate about it and I I never will really be a designer a garden designer 
But um, I find, you know, garden design and interior design, it's all sort of part of the same thing. And, um, you know, you, we live in such an incredible climate in South Africa. And, you know, to bring the inside out and the outside in is really what it's all about. So gardens really enhance houses and houses enhance gardens. And you've done that with yours? I have, luckily, yeah. So did you design your own garden or did you get someone to no, do it? No, I, I designed my own garden and it, it's it's kind of architectural and but um yeah, it's it's been it's been great. I often sort of get up in the morning and pinch myself and I say, What have I done to deserve this? And you know, but I enjoy it. aesthetic things. We live in a world today which isn't easy and uh, unbelievable pressure, but just beautiful things make just everything a little easier. They make you happy. Yes. And I guess you've done your own home with the greatest love of all. Whitney Houston with the greatest love of all. The choice of Stephen Falk, who's my guest in People of Note. He's an interior designer, and he's just produced this amazing book. And if people want to get hold of a world of design, uh, how do they do that? Yes, well... um, We've really sold a tremendous amount. It's available from my office, um, which is in Dunkeld in Johannesburg. It's available at Amatuli, um, which is in Johannesburg at Private House. And um, it's available in Cape Town at Pazula. I haven't um, really got into bookshops yet, which um, I'm busy sort of negotiating because we have sold so many. But um, I'm I'm very lucky because of of all these other launches that that are pending. But um, it is available. Um, We're selling from these. Uh, just a few hours. And, and if they want to contact your office, do you have a website? Um, yes, we have a website, or um, I have a phone number. And um, can, can, I you g- g- can you give me the yes. website? Um, the website Stephen at Stephen Falk. Stephen, that's with a PH? Yes, PH. Stephen C- at Stephen Falk. Dot CO dot ZA. And Falk is F A L C K E dot CO dot ZA. Yes. So it's Stephen at Stephen Falk, F-A-L-C-K-E, dot C-O dot Z-A. Correct. And uh, let's leave it at that. So that's the the email address, Stephen at Stephen Falk, F-A-L-C-K-E, dot C-O dot Z-A. And Stephen is with a P-H. And it is an amazing book. I would hate to ask what it costs. Um, will you yes, tell us? Yes, sure, I will. Um, it it costs one thousand five hundred rand. Um, it was a very expensive book to produce, um, but all the proceeds, the profit of the book, is all going to um, cats and dogs rehabilitation in the townships. So that has been. I have. I'm a great, great lover of of dogs and cats and they have a priority in my life and and all the proceeds will go to them and talking of cats here's born free matt munro another voice from the past with born free the music by john barry and that must have been one of john barry's earlier film scores i think because that was certainly quite a long time ago And that was the choice of Stephen Falk, who's my guest in People of Note. And you were hearing about the book called A World of Design. And I gave you that website. Here it comes once more, Stephen at Stephen Falk, F-A-L-C-K-E dot C-O dot Z-A, if you want the book. 
and you better get it soon because it sounds as though they're going fast. But it's obviously something that's it's almost like a reference book. It is a reference book. Yes, I think it is. You know, it uh, it is. <laughs> uh, for if you're interested in interior design, because that's what he does. And you, your last choice is quite a long choice. So we're going to say goodbye now. And then we're going to hear uh, Tchaikovsky's Piano Concerto Number no. 1, the first movement, which is nearly 20 minutes. Marta Argerich is playing with a Bavarian Radio Symphony Orchestra under Kirill Kondrashin. But it just remains for me to say thank you very much indeed for being on the program. Thank you so much. It's been a privilege. And I hope you get lots of response for your book. And for all the wonderful work that you do around South Africa, not only here but also throughout the world, it's you've obviously had a privileged and wonderful life, and your legacy will live on in all these places that you've helped to make beautiful. Thank you. I, I say if there's one little thing I can do in life, and that is make things beautiful. Then I've sort of that's that's what it's all about. And made people happy. <laughs>